Good afternoon. Hi. This is interesting. It's like being on a first date. Hi. So, you don't know me, I don't know you. I'm really just making this to scream out into the void. I need my voice to be out there somewhere. And what's the best way to do it than just starting a podcast? Ah! God, that was embarrassing. But now that we're over that, I can finally get to talking. Hi. Why don't I just begin by telling you some things I fucking hate? Let's start it off with some good hatred. Hatred fuels me, and I don't think that's bad. <laughs> I have critical thought, and I'm good at criticizing things, as well as appreciating things. I see the glass as half full, but I also wonder who the fuck drank the rest of the glass, and that's what keeps me going. I actually started doing this, well, I had the idea to start doing this whole pod story, because I'm existentially always dreading my life coming to an end. Uh, there was pretty good months where every single night I thought I was going to die. And those were fun and very interesting times. And I think the only way to combat such ex existential dread is to throw my voice out. I'm very good at talking. I'm overly talkative. Um, although I'm an introverted extrovert, um, once I get very comfortable with you, I will talk my ass off, um, which can sometimes be a bit intimidating for some people. I understand. But really, I just want to, I want to dish. I want to talk about it all. Let's talk about our traumas. Let's talk about the things we're not doing great in. What do we regret in life? By the way, if anybody ever says they don't regret anything in life, they're a terrible human being. That should be your number one red flag. Somebody who says, I don't regret anything in life because it got me to where I am today. You don't regret the shit you have said to people that has hurt them. I'm sure you're not that great of a person. As all people, we're very flawed human beings. We do fucked up shit. We say dumb things all the time. Wouldn't you feel bad about something that you had said to someone? Something that maybe made them feel less than? I think that's something that people should be regretting. And I think it's okay to regret some things. It's all part of the human condition, you know? Uh, we're just living. And before I was living, but I was also thinking I was going to die every single night. So that really did not help. Also, just entirely sidebar, um, I... If you know me, if you've heard me or my voice before, no, you don't. Let's leave it at that. You don't know me. And I think this is a good way to start it. We're on a first date, right? We were swiping on Tinder, possibly, because that's the only way I've ever met people. And we swiped right. And then we had a good conversation and now we're meeting up and we're here for some drinks. Um, we're just going to talk, but I'm mostly going to do the talking, as is usual on first dates with me. I will blab my heart out, and I will tell you everything that has been on my mind the entire week, because I'm too nervous to talk and ask questions, um, which is not good. <laughs> 
I will work on that, but that'll be their second date. Our second date, we'll talk more about you. So let's talk about me and the things that I dislike. Starting off, let us start us strong. Men who show their ankles. And I do not mean men who wear shorts because I enjoy when I see a man wearing tiny shorts, like 80s, 90s shorts, the ones that are like above, very high above the knee. Those are perfect. And I like to see ankles on that. But if you are wearing joggers or if you're wearing jeans and they're at like a sieben Achtelänge, I do not want to see that. That is the most biggest ick I've ever had in my entire life has been seeing the guy who ghosted me <laughs> on the other side of the street walking by wearing sieben Achtelhosen. And I will never, never enjoy that. I think that women should also maybe stay far away from that, but they rock it better because a woman's ankle is more sexy. It's more appealing than a man's. You know, on that same track, we could go into more things that I dislike. What are some other things that I do not like? Tinder bios. I dislike the idea even of a Tinder bio because I also think that being perceived by other people is the most terrifying thing alive. I do not want somebody to think that they know who I am because of what I post. And because we're in a pandemic right now, we tend to portray more of ourselves online because we can't really do that in real life, which makes sense. But we also tend to perceive other people and have this really weird skewed idea of how other people are in real life. And that's exactly what it comes to like Tinder or just like any dating platform is like you see, it's just very interesting to see what is the first picture that this person has chosen? Why have they chosen that picture? What does it say about them? Do they throw in some memes? Are they good memes? Are they bad memes? Are they memes that turn me off or turn me on? It's all about how do you want somebody who has never seen you in your entire life to perceive you? And I'm on both sides of the spectrum here. I see all people on my Tinder profile because I enjoy everyone in every shape and form and along every spectrum. But I will say that I have had more bad experiences looking at a man's profile than a woman's profile or a non-binary profile. Men's profiles just really, they're, they're an entirely different species. When you write, you enjoy dark humor. Just come out and say that you are a big piece of shit. Just come out and say that you're sexist, you're misogynistic, you're homophobic, you're transphobic, you're Islamophobic. Just tell me it all. You're anti-Semitic. You're probably all of those things because you enjoying dark humor does not mean that you can be a fucking asshole. Also, why do you have to add that onto your dating profile? What type of humor you have? I'm not going to add that I enjoy John Mulaney type humor and a bit of sexist humor sometimes here and there to spice things up. I'm not going to say that. You're going to find that out when we go for our fucking beers along the Donaknar. Like, that's when you'll find that out. Don't understand why people have to address that at the beginning. Also, do not want anybody adding their heights into their bios. As somebody who is 178, I am on the tall side of the spectrum. I will get less matches when people know I'm 178. So I stay away from telling anybody my height. But... On the other hand, I do appreciate it when a man adds their height. So maybe it should be more for 
maybe it should be like a really tiny surprise bubble. If you're really interested in a person, you can start like pressing buttons that like say more things about them. They say what party they vote for. They say how tall they are. That would be pretty smart. They say if they enjoy cowboy boots or not, because if you do not enjoy cowboy boots, then I really do not want to meet you. Anyways, now that we're done with that, those were just some tiny things I hate. But leading on to that, we could go more into like a social media sort of aspect. I have actually stopped posting a lot on Instagram or just generally. I had Twitter for a short bit, also stopped. Why? Because I, the more I posted, the more I felt more people did not understand who I was. And this whole entire being perceived really drove me insane around January, along with my friend. But it drove me a bit more insane. And just the idea that the more you post online does not mean that more people will know who you are and understand who you are as a person and that we choose these online personas and how we choose to interact with these online personas is very interesting to me. And I think it has been probably pronounced even more because of the Pandini, of the Houdini Pandini, you know, because we're seeing even less people nowadays that obviously we're tying our real life even more to being online and social media and the friends we have on there and the acquaintances we have on there. And it really does terrify me. But nonetheless... I continue to stay on the apps for many hours. It makes me a bit terrified to think that the only reason that I'm really recording my voice right now and screaming into the void, um, and I'm also hoping nothing comes back from this void. I don't want anything to come back. Um, other than maybe like a higher hey, I'm hoping that this like remains a thing between you and I whoever is listening to this this is like a secret little voice memo you're getting from me and I will say my friends find my voice memos highly entertaining because I will go on for 20 minute rants and I will expect nothing back from them I don't need them to respond at all to these memos that I'm sending them they're just me talking about how I saw the biggest PDA happening at a train station and how on the one hand I felt alone in like 50 different languages but also deeply disgusted that PDA on that type of form and in that sort of like extreme would be happening in real life and that I get to be part of that it sort of is also very interesting that I got to be part of like looking on it was very voyeuristic that took a while for me to say voyeuristic but it's also very interesting that all of this has become sort of a voyeuristic sort of perspective on like social media, on people in general. Yeah, it's very interesting. <laughs> Along with that, though, I think that the, probably another reason why I've stopped posting as much is because I've become very depressed, um, which is another reason I'm recording, because I do not feel my depressed self as much when I'm recording than when I'm, I don't know, online. That probably makes a lot of sense. And I'm a fluoxetine type of gal. I just started. <laughs> I didn't just start. I'm like, I think I'm at like my three week mark. So I'm settling into these antidepressants, which is great because I'm not gonna lie, they have been helping me. And as much as I do not want a pill to be helping me, 
literally, if any pill is going to help me, give me some of that Soma. What is that from Brave New World? Give me some of that Soma because I will do anything to make myself feel a little bit more alive at the moment. It is definitely also tied to my seasonal depression um, because the amount of bad weather we have in Veen is insane. I don't understand why I'm still here if my quality of life is literally only at the highest quality it can be during the summer. The summers in Veen, I swear, beautiful, wonderful. I enjoy it here so much during those months. But the rest of the year can really just like, I can log off during that time. I should really start like catching a flight to, I don't know, Italy, probably. Los Angeles, God, fuck. If I could move to LA and like own my own like old timer Mercedes Benz that's like blue green and has brown leather seats, that would be my ideal life. But I am not capable of having that amount of money to purchase. First of all, I don't have a driver's license. I don't know how to drive. I grew up in Veen and just not thinking I would ever need a driver's license. And now where I really need that feeling of freedom, I desperately want a driver's license. And until I move to LA, I need to do, I need to do that. Also, the fact that I even think I will ever have the money to move to Los Angeles is also a bit insane. Because as of now, I am not, I mean, I have the privilege of having parents who are able to provide me with things. Um, but I also am not working at the moment because I can't work because we're in this pandini and I don't have money, don't have a full stream of money. But I would love to, and I'm a dreamer. <laughs> so I will keep on dreaming and someday might hit it big in a lottery or something. And then I'll make all my dreams come true. Which also terrifies me that I think that I'm going to live long enough to like win a lottery. And I think that just me being really existential has made me feel even more present. So on the one hand, I think like, obviously, I don't think as badly that I'm going to die every single night. But I think it's really interesting that I have taken that and that like fear that I have. And now I'm sort of like trying to, I don't know push something out of it. I'm trying to create with this this depression and anxiety that I have. I'm trying to create creatively. Which, by the way, anybody who calls themselves a creative needs to get their head out of their asses. <laughs> I It's so interesting to me because I just, I wonder if I had to tell someone like four adjectives about myself creative would not be one of those ones. Not because I don't think I'm not creative. I've created a lot of things. Have I followed through with most of them? No, but I've created them. I don't think I would ever say that I'm cre I'm a creative because that just rubs me the wrong way. And I don't know why. Probably because I've been to like parties where people have said, oh, I'm a creative. And I'm like, oh God, really? What do you do? And they're like, I take like 35 millimeter pics on my analog camera and I'm like wow crazy same does that mean I'm creative fuck okay well then we're all in this creative boat we should all create I also just like was that was that a pretty good first date I just spoke for 17 minutes 
I mean, how are you doing right now, really? Do you want me to get you another glass of water or do you want a tea? We could also go for another cocktail. We should go to a different bar and grab a cocktail there. Cool. Or a beer, you know? I'm into the fruitiness, but like, do whatever you want. (laughs) Okay, cool. So this was fun. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. This was just the pilot episode. I just needed to see if I could spit some verses, if I could get something going, get the ball running. What? The ball rolling. There we go. Obviously, I fuck it up in the last second. Um, But yeah, it was lovely having you here. Um, You should text me or call me, you know, should do this again. All right. Love you.